You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's time for Seminal Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Headliner Questions coming your way in just a moment. I'm Jeff, Corey is in the other room, so is Ira, and this hour brought to you by Birch Orthodontics. She's been able to see both my kids in the last week. Both are doing just fine. The experience is always great. I said it last week. I'll bring it up again. Uh, the second visit allowed me to get a second glance at how incredibly uh, festive that Halloween office was. I mean, they had that thing. Getting after it. It was awesome. It was awesome. and made me smile. It made the kids smile. Good times. Anyhow, it's just part and parcel of the great experience you have every time you go to Birch Orthodox. That's there what I'm nice. You like that? It's nice. for the family. That's right. It's family friendly. Uh, BirchOrthodox.com is the website. You can get a free consultation. That's how it all started. We walked in. With our oldest daughter, Molly, just said, hey, can you help? It's a difficult case. Dr. Birch did an outstanding job, and uh, her staff were amazing. They just made her feel comfortable. The rest is history. Then and she uh, became a part of this and the, and the fame and everything. So, so many families have come through. And <laughs> now everybody knows Dr. Birch. Like when we they had did. our headliner appreciation yeah, yeah. party a couple She's years a ago, everybody mm-hmm. wanted to talk to Dr. Birch. And the cool thing about the Dr. Birch is she well, there's a lot of cool things about Dr. Birch, but one of the cool things is she's a huge football fan, huge Die Florida on. State fan, and she can talk ball with anybody. You know, at the end of this year, uh, we're going to do things in reverse, and uh, I, I think we're going to have to have a listener appreciation party at the end of this year. We were in the in the middle of uh, kind of a transformation yeah. with the staff. And it was also was weird to have the opener in New Orleans. And it was the, just a whole thing Duquesne, was strange. And nobody's coming for Duquesne. And it got delayed, and then Tom and I started talking more about what would allow us to reach out to the most amount of people and do the most amount of good and hang out and everybody could relax. Looks like it's going to be the end of the year. We're How just about December? Do it the end of the year. We can do it December. We, we the, can do it the oh, Saturday man. after the Florida game. Well, now that we're into November, i got to start talking yeah, about the bowling Saturday tournament night. and Absolutely. everything else. I mean, we got lots of things that we can do, so it'll be fun, and it's that time of year we can get excited about the holiday season and hopefully a bunch of Florida State wins. we got a lot of questions. Printed out some here so I could get – Get all the Twitter, get all the Facebook, and do as many as I You've can. You've come a long way, man. I've There's been a lot of so growth. Much better. I a lot really of growth have. for did you. Did you pre-read any of them? I did. Okay. I, I read, Let's go. I read Let's several. go with the best one. Well, some of them I group, and I'm like, okay, nine of these pertain to Corey saying hour number two. Mm, right. Yeah. So right. is that now? Is that today? Or do you do that after not. the Miami no, game? No, it's after if they beat Miami. If and oh, when well, they beat Miami. get ready, buddy, because that's going to happen. I'm going to be clearing my pipes. Ready for this We had a gentleman. I'm not looking at him right now, but I know from looking at the earlier questions since you asked, that said, don't do it. Don't do it, Corey. Don't you kowtow 
This is not any time to be pussyfooting with hour number two. This is not the time. I get it, but I feel like I must have said if they go yeah, 4-0, you, you, I would do it. You and betrayed I did. Them. I betrayed them, so I owe them that much. Okay, so I do want to I do want to get straight to this because we'll get carried away with football and we won't have a chance. Ira, Corey, have you had a chance to follow up with Leonard Hamilton since we talked on Friday? Corey and I talked about it. I brought it up on the show. It's been talked about at nauseum. Obviously, the NCAA is back to being ridiculous. Uh, but, Baba Miller, we got a lot of questions about that. Let's just get to this. <laughs> so, my understanding is the NCAA feels like they've done Florida State a favor. What? A solid. Oh, by really? Making <laughs> him only ineligible for the first half of the mm. season because apparently. The NCAA rule for what this violation is mm. that they initially they're going to suspend you for a year, and that's basically open and shut, and they would point to other cases yes, where players do. have had a full year suspension. So by letting Florida State only lose Bobby Miller for half the season, they feel like they've done Florida State a solid. I think it's ridiculous. We all think it's ridiculous in this world, in this time, where NIL is what is happening with NIL. And the money's been paid back. And the money's been paid back to for this to – happen it seems insane and archaic but from the ncaa standpoint they feel like they've done fsu a solid play them well i said that and we both said it on friday i said play i tweeted it the second the news came out just play them it is an impotent organization however they do run the ncaa tournament right so you have a problem here because they don't run the ncaa i mean the championship program in football they don't right yeah. it's it's not the playoffs so you could just tell them go to hell whatever but also i don't know if the acc would let you play acc games with a player has been ruled ineligible man uh tell the acc to suck it too yeah Bob, you might only have baba for a year well now you only got him for 15 well, games now you, yeah that's probably all you have him i wonder if there's a i wonder if there's a possibility of him coming back for another year i mean he's he's a super talent but he's not like refined I mean, no, but a lot of guys leave who are no, less refined than no, him. We just saw one, no, and I and I just man, that is so wrong on so many levels, and it's just so out of touch. Is the other part like if you're the NCAA, you're barely hanging on by a thread. One of the cool things about what's if happened nobody in cares response, about college basketball anymore anyway. Why would you? Why would you start taking away potential stars from yeah, your from your? Because it doesn't make any sense, right? They're they're holding on to these antiquated rules that don't make any sense and never really have. By the way. I thought it was interesting that a lot of the people that cover college basketball nationally had as uh, a negative response to this ruling as we do locally, right? So remove our bias selves, you know, and and look at the people like Dick Vitale or anybody else that that are kind of the face that remains, Seth Davis or anybody else that remains the face of, face of college. They were all appalled. Like, what are you doing, guys? As an organization, what are you doing? Like, the, the, nothing about this makes Has sense. Has Jay Billis come out? Oh well, well, you know he will. Well, I mean, I mean this he, is he usually does. Yeah. He usually does, but I haven't know. If, I haven't heard if he's done it for Florida State or not. He I does it, it in a lot of other cases. It would be nice to see him do it here. I, I um, think he would. You know, in you know, we all remember the Diego Romero situation. That was one where Florida State's athletic director Dave Hart and administration went to them, basically put it in the media. Like they had that conference call where where the media were in that room. Yeah. Remember when they had, and then there was a, the, an NCAA member was on the conference call and Hart like made them get off. Yeah. Like they wanted, they would try to get public opinion to put pressure on the NCAA. Florida state thought, I think Florida state thought the NCAA was going to give him a waiver and he was going to be okay. And I think they were surprised that, that he's not. <laughs> well, Steve Wright. I don't know if there's anything they could do at this point. Any idea what is going on at halftime to cause four straight games of coming out looking like, <laughs> like, like, but, Mm. In the you mean second start half. second half? Start the second half, yeah. It, it is frustrating. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. At this point, just <laughs> whatever you're doing at halftime with the defense players, do something different. Maybe just don't talk to them. Just, just stare stay up at in the, the bo- ceiling. Yeah. Get on, let them get on their phones for 12 minutes. But Anything. that's but Corey, that is the kind of thing that I get. I think is legitimately bothersome. Well, like, here, what are we doing? You think uh, letting them score every? Well, but I think what, what Fuller would say, though, and, and I'm not saying this is fair, but it's it, it's very similar to the red zone issue where you're kind of getting penalized for your previous sins because they did get into a third and thirteen, and then maybe one guy made a mistake on that play. So to say that the defense didn't come out, I mean, the the they got put in a bad position. Special teams gives up a, or excuse me, the the. the well, didn't they um, onside kick? Uh, the onside, onside kick. kick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have you have great field position. They get them in third and thirteen, and then one guy makes a mistake. So is that fair to say the whole defense didn't come out to play? Well, they gave we're, up we're, two we're, straight first downs after giving up one the whole first half. They gave up right. two before the touchdown. But then play. they did get them in third and thirteen. Right. Well, I yeah. just no. I, I look. It's just weird. I, I, well, it's bad. It's bad. It's fair to criticize. Yeah. They got to do better. Yeah. Got to do better. Also, you practice special teams like. It's the only thing that's of any importance in your life. It's special teams all the time, and our guys are standing looking at a kick rolling up on them. Yeah. What are we doing? And we were told they were expecting (laughs) at some point in the game an onside kick, and you got a freshman out there that lets it roll. The requisite 10 yards. Yeah, lets it go 11 (laughs) before he decides. And then even then, it's like, no, he touched it too early. And then after it was that, clear. I mean, it was a bang bang play. It wasn't like a. I mean, that was a bang bang play. It was close to where. But I guess, I'm not saying you can go get. Yes, you yeah. can. I'm not saying he did the right thing. I'm just saying it's not like it was an obvious one. I mean, it was. It looked like it might. You know, yeah. I feel like his first instinct should go go get go the ball. Go. Once go you know it's going to yeah, go yeah, ten yeah. yards, which go that ball clearly ball. was going to go ten yards one way or the other. Go get it. He could have returned it for a touchdown if he'd have picked it clean. Kyle Wright, hello, gentlemen. Classic Miami to make it so the marching Chiefs won't be there Saturday night. Over under 249.5 total yards from the Rainbacks for FSU in this game. This Is that Miami- true? Yeah, they're not going. They only what? they go to one calm down. They go to one <laughs> game a year. They they get they they're funded to go to one road game a year. They chose LSU. So they won't be at the Miami game. Oh. Part of it's because if they go to Miami, they get stuck in the corner in the in the, yeah, in the top section, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they don't get to perform in the field during well, the game. Well, that's true too. So we're at LSU. They were going to be able to do their show. They were yeah. going to be able to better seats. It was you could take a pep band, get thirty people up there. I think crowd. they had a hard time getting any extra tickets. But that's the part about where people are mad at Miami is. I think Miami was not accommodating with even more tickets that would have made it. Oh, uh, yeah. Where they could bring us through that place. Butch writes, hello, boys. It's been great seeing the growth of so many areas on this team during the season, but the one segment that has frustrated me the most is our secondary takeaways, seemingly non-existent from this talented group so far. In your eyes, is it coaching hurting this group, or is it a lack of talent this season? Take care, Jens. I'd say both. I think you can blame them on both. I don't think they're uniquely talented in the no. secondary at all. So, I think they got a so good – I, I would say your premise we thought is the, We thought the safeties were – I think that one safety still is. Right. The other one has not has been a disappointment. Obviously, you thought Amari and Cooper was going to be right. something not like this. And then uh, Renardo Green's been good. Yeah, Renardo Green's been good, but he can't be your best corner. And and that's we got to get better there. Florida State has got to find better players at that position. And they may now, have Azari Thomas and Sam McCall might be those guys. Mm-hmm. They may be on your roster, but they may not be ready right now. And Azario's getting a lot. He's getting a lot more playing time lately. Yeah, and he's start making some plays while he's out there. Gator Kirk writes, "Good afternoon. What's your favorite all-time play against Miami? Beat the Canes." Mm. God, there's so many good ones. Marvin Jones is hit. I mean, that's still my one they of my lost that one, but it's but such yeah, a, still a good great, one. It's just yeah. such a nasty moment. Uh, 
I oddly take this strange pleasure, even though the stakes were so low in the blocked extra point. I just the the yeah. heartbreak, the look on the faces of those losers in the stands. <laughs> right, it was so Fair. good, I and mean, they were sure they were sure they had come all the way back. It was an afterthought. And that kicker was brilliant, hadn't missed anything in forever. And then, yeah. it, all next thing you know, Chris Fowler's just yelling, blocked. It's just, I, I, I laugh every time I see it. I don't it. have the historical perspective you guys do on the rivalry, but since I've been around, the play where Chris Thompson breaks it to the house, they and call, it get called for holding, and they <laughs> run back and just do the same thing again. That was pretty, that was pretty sweet. There's a lot of them. There's a ton of them. Gonna, you a, get really, the Matt Fryer, the pass to Matt Fryer where he hugs the cop. It's a good That's one. That's a good one. That's a, a really one. good one. That yeah. was, they you won and I that were both one. there for that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, yeah, the hit. Well, I was gonna say the hit on Parrish, but they scored on the next play. Yeah, we lost that game. Yeah, and they scored on the next play. So yeah. didn't Nigel get kicked out for his hit against them? He did, and that was an awful call. And, and then that they was came back. So, they actually yeah. came back and said that was a bad call. Yeah, well, they did. I, yeah. They sort of did, but they still tried to explain why it wasn't that bad a call. Well, you remember I had Kelly yeah, on. I, I talked on to him the show that same yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, back when I was calling him every other day yeah, for yeah. another crazy uh, ruling. Jason writes. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what is going on with Cam Akers. Was he ever a problem player here? Any idea what's going on with him? Ed has gone south in a hurry up He was there. not a problem here He at was all. not a problem so here at know. all. I don't know what's he happened. He tweeted today, I think it was today, uh, yeah. or maybe last night, he just tweeted, I miss football. Well, so. well, it's a weird thing, though. Yeah. I, and and also, I mean, if you can, pl- he's just not been the same since the injury. I think there's frustration to both sides, and then whatever's happened there, it's just that's fallen to pieces. Sometimes uh, what you don't know is when they get to that level is like the representation. There's a lot of things, a that, lot of things, a lot of people involved. But he was not a problem here. Uh, Timmy writes, which side of the ball does Miami have to step up in order to beat FSU? Uh, well, that would be their offense. Yeah. Their offense has been dreadful, and we don't think the FSU defense is dominant, so that would stand to reason maybe you have a chance there. Uh, but they've been bad in a lot of ways, so we'll I see. I like the play where Jernigan picked up the lineman and slammed him. That was good. Hip checked him. Hip, Hip checked him and then yeah. slammed him. Yeah. yeah, that was that good. Was cool. that was really or good. when uh, Jalen Ramsey blew up their offensive tackle, uh, right? Yeah, oh, that's good. Also, Ramsey They're in your face, in the after face. Yeah. So, so Ramsey. The Dalvin yeah, Cook yeah. touchdown in that game and to put him ahead. And then up the 305. Yeah, that's good. Or was it Derwin that blew up the offensive tackle? It was Derwin. It was Derwin, I think. But Jalen had a huge game down there in 14. Last time he ever played well, right, Jalen? Yeah. Uh, Jason writes, Ira and D-Rob talked about the difference in play calling inside the 20 versus between the 20s. Uh, running backs, averages, our thoughts, Corey and Jeff. Well, yeah, condensed field, man. You can't uh, – one of the ways – we did talk about it earlier, Jason, just to be fair, in the first hour. Uh, I think you, you can solve some of this uh, by running Jordan Travis. I think you have to here. Uh, you, you, there's a the, lot- overall, the overall point, though, is because we had a lot of questions on the Sunday Smash where people were saying – why don't you just do the same thing you've been doing between the because 20s? Because you can't. You can't you extend. Can. Yeah, yeah, the defense can't. doesn't have to worry about they have another, deep shots. They have a, a, de- yeah, a another defender, defender right at the there back. by the yeah. back of the end and zone. And so it, now it really it's a man's game down there. And if you don't have an offensive line that can push people around, now the argument would be, well, against Georgia Tech you do. Well, I, again, I don't know. Are you just trying to win the Georgia Tech game in that moment, or are you also working out what you need to be able to do? I have no problem with them running Wildcat. Because one of the two things you can yeah. do to change the math is run Wildcat, and you can also run your quarterback. And I would be fine with both of those things. Uh, it would be nice if you don't drop the snap. I don't know why it's like seemingly <laughs> anyhow, but but they did. I have no problem with them running Wildcat. They have two problems. They're not strong enough on the offensive line to bully people in condensed fields, and their tight ends don't block anybody. So that's not going away. That's going to be a problem this year. Now. Again, I think they'll run Jordan in the red zone right. in games like Miami. Which gives you that advantage. It gives you that advantage. Uh, At least roll them out. 
will there option. will there be a viable red zone run game <laughs> before we play Florida? If you run Jordan, the answer is yes. Uh, it still won't be great, but it'll be a better alternative than what you've seen. Lee Williams in the chat brings up Dexter Carter putting the flag on. Oh, that. that's a good that one. Yeah, over Bernard Clark. Yeah, yeah, that is a good one. That's a good one is right. Uh, Boner writes, he's every week. Boner does come every give- week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, guys. I mean, you just, that's, come on, brother. Well, I mean, he, he has. Uh, it's just, he is here every week. Yeah. He is here every week. Uh, <laughs> besides Coach Atkins and Norvell, do we have other coaches that recruit well? I can't even answer the question. Uh, uh, I mean, I think the theory is Marcus Woodson's a good recruiter. I mean, you know, they did get Azaria Thomas and uh, Sam McCall in that class. Um, the, they got to uh, do better Coach than recruiting. Yeah. And Coach had yeah. Travis Hunter until Dion entered the picture. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say they got to get better yeah, at recruiting. David Johnson, no question. Very good recruiter. Matthew writes, what was the actual injury to JT's eye or face when he hawked down the kid after the snap, the 70-yard? I, I think – I mean, just fine was that just, yeah, was that just he pride? Some, he put – no, no, no. He definitely is – I think it was just like, man, and I have never worn a helmet and played a college football game, so maybe you have some perspective. Yeah. But it looked like it It just was – it almost looked like, like his head – I don't know if it got swollen or something from the impact because they kind of hit. Yeah, it was a pretty hard collision, and they put ice on it. Like they put ice on his head. So I don't know if maybe if he got, if he got it like a little. I broke the bridge of my nose making a tackle in a, an Oklahoma type drill because sometimes if the angle is such, you can have that come down hard on the bridge right. of your nose. It didn't look like that. And I've seen but... a couple times. I've seen a couple times this season. I think where FSU offensive linemen have had to, you know, something in their head because of yeah something not a concussion but like a cut. Or something from huh. the helmet. What's going yeah. on with the helmets? It's a pretty impressive play by Jordan. He's yes. fast. Man, that was but He's to fast. even care enough. In the, I, I, I need you to care. I enough. know he cares, but it's like, man, you you think at first you're gonna be like, oh, really? You just fumbled that ball. Now they're gonna go score. I'm out here <laughs> in the student section, <laughs> and they're gonna He's go score. Field, and, yeah. and, I mean, he ran a hundred yards probably yeah. when you consider how far away from the actual play he was. Sean writes, and he's a an elite uh, headliner. I'm hearing some great things out of our baseball team for this fall. What are you hearing? Also, happy All Saints Day. I am really, really excited about the baseball program, but I think we talked about this last time on the yeah. on, on Seminole Headlines. So no, we're, we're all hearing all great things. hearing good things and attention to detail and all that yeah, other stuff. All of that's great. I still don't know that if the roster is where it needs to be, but that's going to take some time. Speaking of baseball, I'm not going to bring up the video board and how it was the most ridiculous use of space. But you know now that they're changing They're changing it, but... Do you ever pay attention to the video board at Doak and the stats that they show? Mm-hmm. At Hauser. At no, I'm talking about it. The, at, uh, it got me thinking about Doak because oh, okay. I kept oh, trying yeah. to bring it. It's ridiculous. We don't do yeah. a good job with the video boards. They're they're not. They're, they're not. They're, yeah. For, they, for the whole not. game against Clemson, it said Clemson was completing 11 percent of its passes, <laughs> the whole game. And then in this game, the first draw, there was one minute to go in the first quarter. And it had the time of possession three minutes to one minute. So, and it's like, what? To, why is it hard in twenty twenty two to put up stats and just keep them there? I'm it's, not. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with my man at all. I'm not either. I just know that in over the last eighteen months, he's had rants about the <laughs> Hauser scoreboard, right. which sure. is ridiculous. Now yep. the Doak yeah. scoreboard. Yep. Yep. What what they show on the monitor at the Civic Center. And mm-hmm. it's like I, you got to think the people that run those have to wish they were at a school that didn't have Corey Clark covering them, because I don't know if I'm other glad, media people I, do this. But I, I, they don't. But I like to hold feet and I like to put them on a fire. Let I hold you your feet to the fire, Jeff. Let me let me tell you something. And Corey. I think you appreciate it as an older man yourself. I do. And some I got guy screwing up the video board at Auburn right now. Nobody's saying a word. Nobody but, says a peep but, about it. But let me say this: 
I got this. I got them to paint. Remember this? Oh, I complained yeah. for months on end about the fading d- right. scoreboard and everything else. I'm like, what is with this half pink nonsense? Corey, you keep it up. I'm going to. You hold on to this, this because is it is maddening. Life. It's nonsense. We look like a bunch of half assers. It shouldn't be hard to have rushing yards, passing no, yards, total no. yards. It's, it's an easy job. It's really simple. Uh, there you oh, go. Last year was the, uh, the the guy the in the crowd at the Civic Center you went after. Which one? The guy, because you couldn't understand what he was saying. Oh, yeah, because he, yeah. ha- he had an uh, accent, yeah. and he uh, screamed into a microphone, and you had no idea what so, he was saying. So Corey, w- played a game. Corey took the opportunity on Wake Up War Chant to go after him. He just went after that guy. Does. And then well, guess what? We never saw him again. Yeah. Right. I, I'd go easy on the people. It's not their fault, I didn't but say I he do was think bat- that the, yeah. yeah, somebody's got to give him some feedback, Ira. <laughs> I think there needs to be some feedback. Stick to the numbers being wrong. Okay. All I right. think that's right. fair. we got to get the numbers right. That can't be hard. David writes, you know things are headed in the right direction when FSU fans aren't just satisfied with win anymore, but how we win. Mm. I remember a few years ago when we won ugly or not, it was a great win no matter what. Yeah, well, things have changed. Fair point. New evidence has come to light, man. <laughs> you're yeah. allowed, hey, when yeah. you get new information, you're allowed to make adjustments. Everybody should think about that. Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV continues in just a moment. Thanks for listening, headliners. As always, we appreciate it. We made it, guys. It is the start of the season. We would thank all of our sponsors, but right now we're going to thank Horizons because we're about to go have delicious food and some ice-cold beer, and we're going to enjoy the patio, and we're going to celebrate the return of football. You yeah. sing? I'm not going to sing this time. I, oh, I, I know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not singing this time. Guys, you know the jingle. You know how it goes, and you also know that if you go in there and sing it to them, you get your meal for free. Is that something Completely we've agreed upon? Free. Oh, yeah. I mean, get all the chicken, and almost on shrimp, and everything. But you're not going to sing? I'm not going to sing. Sorry, guys. Y'all act like you don't like it, so I don't want to do it. But what, what we do like, I like the pimento cheese, and I love you the do. chicken sandwich that they have. Your chicken sandwich is on point. Like, it's as good as there yeah, is in the, the, in the game. It's the 38 thing, it's called. 38 right? chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's delicious. I like it. But I always get the sun, what is it, sunset, sunrise shrimp. It's the one with the sun in it, guys. It's the shrimp. It's good. That's what I was going to say. It's really that's, good, yeah. You get it in the tacos. I do. I get and it we get it as an appetizer. That's right. It is fantastic. Uh, All the food is great. Great beer selection, Horizons. great people. We sit on the patio. It's mm-hmm. going to be that type Soon of weather during beautiful. football season. We've had celebrations at Horizons before. We yeah. have, man. We go there. You actually have a pretty decent chance of seeing one of us and because we're real, at Horizons really a lot. That's really the draw. That is the draw. We might be draw. there, folks. And I was going to say, I've been there for brunch. I don't know if you two gentlemen have been there for brunch. But you got the NFL season. Coming right around the corner, it's going to be. By you listening to this, it might have already started. Go there for brunch, and then you got your direct TV. You can watch your NFL teams while you're eating your eggs. Ira, where is Horizons? It's up on Bannerman Crossing off Thomasville Road at the intersection of Bannerman, back there in that plaza. You know who's what favorite restaurant Santa Claus's favorite restaurant is? Oh, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Almost got him. Almost got him. Ho, 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 Horizons, <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. I'm supposed to turn my mic on when they tell us we're back on, but here we go. Nathaniel Hornblower writes, I've got a sneaking suspicion I already know Jeff's, but what is each of your favorite plays or moments from this storied rivalry? Uh... DeMarcus's block was excellent, but I've watched this one for a while, so I've got to go with the 1993 Devin Bush pick six. Oh, okay. The, yeah, yeah. So that's by the way, uh, I was I was in a, in attendance for that. I was in the stands with uh, in the student section, jumping up and down. Okay, Good times. I was there. I was near you. I was near you there, yeah. jumping up and so down. Your your given one is Marvin Jones, right? That's what he's saying. Y- yeah, Marvin is always going to be my favorite, but it, he, Corey's right. The impact on that game is it's it's minimal. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was a wonderful hit, and I've watched it four billion times. Uh, and then also at the end, Nathaniel writes, on behalf of Baba Miller, I'll tell the NCAA to go to hell, uh, especially in the age of uh, NIL. This is nonsense, yes. We, Correct. We agree. Correct. We agree. Uh, Tony writes, happy you and... little Andrew Parchment? I was happy in that moment. That was a great moment, and I went... After a a long losing streak? I went with my dad and two boys, and we were all screaming our heads off as fans. It was a wonderful moment. I got a great picture from it. I'm not usually so quick. Like, the kids are quick to snap a shot in the moment, but I remembered to do it because my dad... With your dad. Yeah, with 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 my dad. I'll show you the picture afterwards, guys. It was a great moment. I got to pose my dad in, like, 2011. I think that was the last time. Yeah. Corey got to see my dad uh, just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it felt good. Give him a big hug. I, he always gives me a big hug. Yeah. You guys are huggers. Yeah, we're huggers. Tony writes, happy UM suck it week. Hey, Ira, how do you uh, – this guy's asked this question before. How do you always get to ask the first question? We answered this. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just uh, she's got to stand somewhere, so now she stands next to me because – Odds Krista, are. Lovely Krista. And odds because, are Ira's going to – well, want a question, and I, you've here's got a thing, question I wouldn't and necessarily like, demand to be the first one. But if it's they're going to offer it, I'm going to take it. Yeah. Well, it, it became that way, too, over Zoom. Like, you were always the first one. Because everybody had their hands yeah. up in Zoom, but you were always the first one called upon. Toby writes, gentlemen, who's the scariest player in FSU history and on this team? Ooh. I'd have to ask former players because they'll have a different opinion than what we perceive publicly. You know I'll go back to Marvin Jones. but uh, was, it, was it Sterling? Sterling Palmer. Palmer. Okay, the, the thank you. Yes, Happy the cutoff, yeah. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Mf. Mf. Yeah. Sterling Palmer is an answer a lot of former players give. Like if you talk to guys of that era, his answer, <laughs> so, the answer people, is Sterling Palmer. I think they were Palmer. playing Virginia. Virginia on Halloween night. Yeah. 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 And before the that's first what snap, he said to the offensive tackle. Trick or treat. Trick or treat, mo- mother. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 No, and he's and he was a bad ass. There's yeah. a few. He There's, also wore the. He was six seven and wore yeah, the visor, monster, the black dark visor. So that had a scar. There was just. Not, I mean, Greg Jones is an easy answer too. Because Greg Jones, it's not like Greg Jones wouldn't punch you. Yeah, he wasn't one of those guys. If if, if you needed to have an attitude adjustment, I I think he asked us this on Wake Up War Chat, but like Greg Jones was muscular. He's built. He looked like a uh, bodybuilder. Bodybuilder, but some bodybuilders aren't maybe country strong or country tough. No, he had that plus a boxing background. Yeah, Yeah, he was a boxer. Yeah, Yeah, Joe Frazier, and yeah, so that Norton. And it's also Ken Norton. Yeah, it's it's not not a guy to toy with, and he made that abundantly clear. Yes. So those are all all great guys. Scariest guy on this team to answer the other part of that question. I don't. I think the problem is they don't really necessarily have one. Fabian Lovett might be kind of scary to deal with if he's angry. Yeah, I mean, I feel like most of them would be for us. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, but, there, but there are guys that cross that line, of yeah. course. But I'm saying that's just a physically imposing thing. There's the guys that cross that line into man. I don't know. I will say that. Well, verse could be. Could and be. you know what? In uh, on the. Um, in the coop with Robert Cooper, the show Aslan does. Mm-hmm. I think I want to say they asked them a question about like who would you want with you if something went down. Oh, that's and a good I think question. they might have said Jared Verse. Okay, so Jared Verse might be the guy. He might quick quick to fight guy. Dude, he had a play. Don't, don't forget Menelik Watson because he's a boxer. I don't know if I mentioned it last week or not, but he had a play in uh, practice with Armella where he just I mean mm. bull rushed that kid into the yeah. next county. It's I mean, a toughie when he gets inside like that. Versus, he's yeah, he's not, a powerful <laughs> dude, man. Not a lot you can do. Uh, all right. Will all running backs for FSU be available against Miami? That's from Charlene. Like we said, it sounds it sounds good that Trey Sean is able to practice. Trending this. in yeah. the right direction. We don't know for, for sure, sure, but it, he's been able to practice some. Uh, Cliff writes, I know everybody kind of rolled their eyes when Ja'Kai came back, but he's been an impact player the last two games, has good hands. Think he would have caught some balls up in Raleigh a few weeks ago? 
We'll never know. That's a fair point, and I, I feel seen because I have been one of the people who, not that I've put down Ja'Kai, I just wasn't as high on him when he's had some of the great camps and great springs. Yeah, I'm not either. And an individual play here or there. I think Corey's been higher on him than we have. Yeah. And, I, yeah, man, he's a legit he's And he's a so different than Pittman. Like, Pittman will make the tough contest. And he made a big one in that game against Georgia Tech, uh, a, a tough contested catch for a first down. Jakai can leave you in the dust, though. Yeah, like he's a mismatch nightmare for. He some had one guy. today in practice today where he just man just flew just, right by a safety. So he's a fast, really quick guy. He's a tough cover. I like this question from Crofty. He writes, uh, "What is more likely that Olds finish ten and three this year, or eleven and two next year?" I think it's, it's ten and three this say. year. I would say ten and three this ten year. And it's three just hard this year. To, we just don't know who's going to be yeah. back next year. And you'll year, be at you'll be at Clemson at Florida next year. Yeah, and I'm going to project in my head a couple of losses from guys that have really contributed this year. So I I, I, think I don't like that LSU seems to have found something here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that different looking game. Different looking game over there in Ohio. Jane Daniels yeah, apparently yeah. can yeah. play a little. Well, I don't worry about him as much as they they figured out how to use him properly. But then also that they're starting to play hard for him. That's that's not good. No. Ryan writes, I think we have one of the best running back rooms in the nation. Okay, Ryan, that's that's a high praise. I, I don't know I'd say that, but okay. Am I crazy to think we might want to be to take carries away from the other guys to give the ball to Rodney Hill more? I like Rodney Hill. It's a tough decision because we all agree. Everybody that yeah. we've seen him in practice now, people have seen him more in games. That kid's a talent and yeah. he's special, but it's hard to say who you're taking carries away from. Yeah, yeah I, no, they all got they all got something to them. Yeah. They all do. It's a good running back. It's a very yeah. good running back room. But I, love I think that, that was his point. It's as good as we think the running back room is. It's almost like man, Rodney Hill might be. I'm a big fan. He might end up being the best a, of the bunch. He's got a special burst, and he's a big time distant. Like he's got speed over 100 meters. Yeah, like, he he's not go. just a guy that's quick. You had a special burst in high school, didn't you? Not quite like Rodney Hill's. It was different. Yeah, it was his. He may be a little faster. Okay, Rodney Hill of Lakewood, of Del Mabry. I, yeah. <laughs> I did run track, but I was not as fast as Rodney Hill. I'm just here to tell you that. Miles writes, fellas, is it just me, or would Biscuit, Wyatt, and the boys be a better four-piece bluegrass string band than a tight end room? Okay, come on now. Come on now. Biscuit, Wyatt, and the boys. Marquise and Douglas' nickname is Biscuit. That's really good. People that aren't. yeah, he he writes. So don't get me wrong. Hey, Preston a, Daniel made a uh, you know he dropped the one, but then Cam, he came back and made a really nice. Cam McDonald would have had a forty-five yard catch if not for a ridiculous pass interference. Yeah, that call. was ridiculous. That was yeah. that was that officiating crew was awful. Yeah, they were they frustrating. Were, they were so bad in a game that doesn't matter. In a game yeah. that wasn't close. Let's not overlook the fact that that ACC officiating crew was. I almost did it twice. They were bad. They were, just, they were just bad. They were just Don't bad. Cuss, we'll say Don't cuss. Two times. Come on. Marlon, whom we've met and is a good guy, and he's stuck down there in Miami as a knoll, and mm. he uh, he says, yeah. welcome on home, Ira. It's Miami week. Come yes. on back home, yes. buddy. Uh, he writes, Corey, I have Mio's for you. Jeff, <laughs> some tall boys on me. As a Miami knoll, I wait all year for this. So can, Nor- uh, can Norvell fire up this team to put Miami out of their misery and put this game away early so we can all be fans, it'd be the only Florida State fans left in Doak or the only fans left in uh, Miami South? Yeah, I was thinking about Florida that. Because like it, it feels like every time we've been there recently, the games have gone down to the wire or, or close to it. Like the, we, I, When's the last time Florida State won convincingly there to where they did clear out? Maybe the Chris Thompson game. Like Convincingly, tra- right. Uh, 2012. Uh, it would be cool to see yeah. them clear out. 
Yeah, oh yeah, sure. 2012 oh, was the last I love time. the clear out. Because they will clear out. They will clear out. They feel weird sitting in the stadium. They're like, what is this? Yeah. Why are we here for what three are we, hours? What is going on? This is boring. Why are they? Do they always have these many TV timeouts? <laughs> so the, the Dalvin Cook touchdown one that you brought up earlier uh, where Florida State came back and it yeah. was in – Walking out to the car, uh, I was with a buddy of mine who lives down there, and we were about ready to snap open a couple of cold ones and eat the leftovers that we had from the tailgate. And I watched two Miami fans get into a fist fight with each other oh, about the outcome of that game. That's it's like this is heaven. this is what I want. This yeah. is I like this right here. <laughs> Look at these dumbasses. This is Perfect. beautiful. Yeah. Dalvin, the best thing about Dalvin is not only was he an unbelievable football player. Yes, he was. But he also loved making fun of Miami, which like, is when he put up nuts. the three hundred five. Oh, and he's like two weeks ago. He was talking trash about Florida and how his check my record against teams in the state of Florida. He's putting that on Twitter okay, still today. Okay, Dalvin, nice. Yeah, oh, Dalvin still represents it. By the way, he's had a nice little run of three weeks here. He's playing really. He's still really good in the NFL. It's crazy. Similar headlines. Ninety three three Real Talk Radio War Chat TV continues in just a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners, it's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Next question, and this is from Big Dog 850 Some of my frustration through eight games is the lack of consistent complimentary football. What do you think the most, what will help most win this? Okay, I think you meant to write, what is I mean, good grief. Guys, yeah. uh, what? I, I can't help if I somebody mean, screws up a sentence. What do you think will most help us win the remaining close games? All right. So he's presuming all the games are going to be close that remain. There's four games left, not three. So I, we're doing some correcting there. He might have been typing fast. I, I mean, know. I think he's thinking Louisiana won't be a close game. That's fair. That's completely fair from Big Dog. That's right. Uh, he writes, and here are our options. Increased red zone efficiency. Yeah. Solid secondary play. All right. Reliable field goal kicking from 40 to 50 yards. Okay. Improved turnover margin. Yeah. Or other. Oh. Do we I, put, are we putting them in order or are we just picking one? We're picking one. I, I would say solid secondary play. 
What were the options? See, I'm going to go. Up, I'm going to go the. I'm going to go a different direction. Can you read the I whole thing over again? Start from the top. I'm going to give a tie to improved red zone. I think that's going to come around. I feel like that's going to well, come around. Well, I said that already. I believe that will happen. Plus, because if you're and, kicking forty to fifty yard field goals, you're not even in the red and zone. Fi- and Fitzy, I feel like oh. those two. I'm, those two are my. Uh, I'm going to go with those two. I would like some takeaways. I'd like to see the secondary play well. Well, the takeaway and takeaways, you feel like that just the turnover gods are going to start working in your favor. That would help, too. Like, the, maybe one of the reasons they don't score as many the, points the as they should is they always get the ball at their own 20 or right. 17. Like, it'd be cool if they got the ball at the other team's nine or at their own eight. Yeah. Because it's well, teams. right. Yeah. Michael right. wants to know is Corey Clark going to actually do an hour number two or is he going to continue to play with fire like this? No, I'm going to do one if they beat Miami. Absolutely. Burke wants it's to know, be has awesome. there ever been this many in-season head coach firings before? Well, there's a new norm in college football, guys, and I'd like to think FSU helped usher that. It really, these, yeah. These David days, Coburn was ahead really of the get, game. You don't get three years anymore. We'll fire your ass in less than two. It's yeah. just Now it's just out there. If you know, you Trendsetter. know. Yeah, it just happens. Like He recognized we don't need to wait around. We know where this is headed. Get the hell up out of here. Hey, now everybody dating, does it. If you're dating someone and you're nine months in, you, what, are you going to wait to get married to, to yeah, break? You, you, go you ahead know the deal. Can I give a BC Knowles 16 another question on the Tribal Council? Fair enough. Let's that? go. Yeah. All right. Although Miami fans are typically calm, reasonable, <laughs> and upstanding citizens, I have experienced them to be hostile, combative, mm. and irrational. Mm. Where's, he, where's he at? I haven't seen any of that. And he's wondering, do any of you have any stories where you've experienced or witnessed any of this abnormal behavior from Miami, normally respectful and loyal Miami Hurricane fans? So I, I'm actually going to take it and run with this the way that I want to because it was a snapshot for a moment of what's possible. And it made it, it changed my view, not of Miami fans, but humanity. Mm. The last time I was down there was the in, in the stands was when Willie blew the huge lead. Yes. Mm. Yep. 27 to 7. Yeah, it was 27 to 7. Yeah. That, the final that, score was 28 27. Yeah, that yes. won't hurt your feelings. Yeah. It's when I was first guessing, don't drop him back. Don't if, drop yeah. him back. It's what if you have like the thing in like Twilight Zone where you could stop time yeah. and run down from the press box. Do not drop him back on third. Do not <laughs> do it. Ear. Don't you do it. Hand don't, it off. Hand punt it. Off punt. It's punt the it. only thing you could do to lose this game. That's correct. Oh, I'm still pissed about it. Anyhow. I was in the stands for that game with my buddy Matt Britton, and obviously we were flying high at one point. Mm. Feeling pretty oh, yeah. good about things. DJ feeling very Parker, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, feeling really good about it. Anyhow, the two guys that were sitting next to me, very young, uh, vocal Miami fans, but they, they, were, they were great. They were fine. It wasn't like combative, want to fight you. Just They're cheering on their team. They're rooting for Miami. We're rooting for Florida State. When it became apparent that Florida State was going to choke that game away, and you could probably see the level of uh, stress written all over my face. The one guy said, this is why we love the rivalry, right? And I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, this, this is why we love the rivalry right here. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is why. But anyhow, after the game, the guy reaches over, shakes my hand. The other guy gives me a hug. He goes, good luck the rest of the way, man. I can't wait for years more of this. I love this rivalry. Those were not Miami fans. Two, two diehard Miami fans. They were able to name scores and times and dates. And, and oh, we took plants. a picture together as proof. I took a picture with them. This was some sort of reality show that never aired. Like no. just <laughs> they, were, they were waiting to see if I was going to fight yeah, them or see something. If, yeah. See if you'd really figure it out. No, but you know what? I took the picture and I brought it home. I was like, well, this happened. I told that to my wife. These two guys were the two good Miami fans. They exist, and I happened to be standing next to them during this game, even as heartbreaking as it was. I have a similar story on the way back from the 96 <laughs> game walking <laughs> to our car. After story. Florida State finally uh, yes. beat, ended the streak and won down there in the Orange Bowl, I saw a group of Miami fans jump a group of Florida State fans that included a dad and a son, and they got in a brawl in the middle of the street. Yeah. 
I got Those jumped a little bit more typical. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I think mine was more of the commonplace. Me and Todd Van Dyke got jumped. You remember Todd? Me yes. and Todd Van Dyke got jumped down there. All while I'm I was, guess you were outnumbered because Todd's a tall dude. Yeah, and you're a good it, size it guy. was five against two. Yeah, uh, and we were buying Coors Light from that sorry little gas station with the bars across the street. At from the, the old orange. Yeah, bowl? yeah, the old orange bowl. And we were walking back out, and I was very excited to be walking. I didn't notice these five <laughs> imposing Miami fans that were just mad at us for whatever reason, probably because we were wearing Force State gear. As we were walking towards a truck that a buddy of mine had, there was going to be shrimp cocktail, and I was very mm. excited about shrimp cocktail. Next thing you know. Next thing I know, we're like, hands up, here we go, we're in a situation. Did you have a chain with you, n- nunchucks? Did not have a chain and nunchucks, was able to- Because uh, I don't go down there anymore without a chain wrapped <laughs> around my neck, just so people know I mean business. <laughs> what are you guys hearing about Tatum's Bethune's NFL prospects, right, Scott? So thankful to that guy for coming here and changing this linebacker room. I actually uh, interviewed Tatum Bethune this week. I'm doing well, a feature on him. Well, here we go. That's a good time and for a I, question, and Scott. And I asked that question because he does have another year of eligibility, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't have any news. He said he's going to think about it at the end of the season. But he did say, maybe a little hint, he did say, he's like, man, I'm not one of these people that, like, I'm chasing money, and I'm, I'm not even sure, like, the NFL is going to happen. Like, that's never been, like, my full, full goal mm-hmm. of, like, I'm not – he didn't grow up dying to go to the NFL. He grew up wanting to finish second in the Atlantic. And next year he can do it. So, so he, you know, if they he came back year. and gave him prospect, well, you're like, right, he could. If he got an evaluation that said, "Oh, you need to go," that would be one thing. My guess is that's not going to happen. He's not a huge measurables guy. Linebackers are not. I mean, from him measurably at linebacker, I don't know that he's somebody. Somebody's got to spend a lot yeah. of money on. So, I think there's a decent chance he's the back. modern day linebackers have to be freaks in the NFL. They have to yeah. be able to cover. They got to run like the wind blows and be strong enough against the run. And what I always tell people to factor in: if a kid's been in college four or five years, they may just be done with college. He He's not that kind of kid. Like, he wants to do school. He likes school. He actually is a very good student. So I think that may weigh in his favor. Plus, he said that he's more had more fun here um, than he's ever had playing football. Calm it down, Iris. Sounds so like read the article at Warchant.com. Good Lord, give it, it all away, man. Go over there and be a subscriber for just $10, guys. You can read stuff like that. I like Tatum. Thoughts on Johnny Wilson returning or going pro? That is from B. Hammock. That's probably a tougher one to figure out. Ah, man, I... I I think he would he would do well to stay another year. He made sure. a couple of moves today though, Jeff, like legitimately getting off the line. Um his release, it's like man, that's for that size is pretty ridiculous. But I just think next year if he came back, he'd have a chance to be an all-American. I think he'd come back with a bigger name. I think he's going to end this season with 8 or 900 yards receiving. He'd probably get he'd probably be the one of the guys at ACC kickoff. I mean, yep. if Jordan comes back, he would be. Not that that's the reason to Johnny, come back. No, but I'm that, saying, but that's where he would be. I yeah. was going to go pro, but I level. could go to Charlotte. Yeah, right. <laughs> My point was, he'd be at that level. He'd be like a marquee face in college. Because yeah. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a first or second round pick right now. I, think, I don't I, either. I, I, I think he can work himself into that, for sure. I don't know that he can. I think that. And I hope he comes back, but I think the talents that are going to make him an NFL player are already on display. Some of the shortcomings that they know about aren't going to go away. So that can, I don't that, think that, he's going to get appreciably faster next year. Uh, so I think he is what he is, and I think that he if he but I, he can uh, get faster. I think he can, and he can be more. I think he can He'd be, be more, more consistent, more polished. So he ran. I mean, I'm telling you, he ran a route today uh, where the ball wasn't thrown to him in team drill. And Norvell went up to him. He said, "Great!" He yelled, "Great route!" as he was running it, and then went up to him. He's like, "Yeah, I know he didn't throw it to you. Great route, man. Great, great route." And it was it, he ran it like a six-one kid. He's yeah. so he's got some twitch to him. I oh, think you he saw can, it on that seventy-something yard run. I mean, like, he, yeah, the adjustment he made yeah. on the ball it was yeah. a really impressive yeah. adjustment he made on the ball. And I think you know if he can show the ability to make that catch that he did not make in the back of the end zone in that game consistently, 
He could be. He could work himself up in the draft a little bit because he, he could be more dominant. And if he is, then that now, you know, I just think and on a better team, I think that could help his stock. So we got a question uh, from Wilson, who's uh, great, is always listening and really supportive of all we do. We love Wilson. He wants to know: Is there a good FSU bar in Boston? He's shooting a project at Fenway on Saturday morning and wants to catch the game that evening. And the answer is yes, Wilson. There is a Boston Seminole Alumni Club and. From what I know about all alumni clubs that I've ever visited in other big cities, they have a bar. Yeah. They have a bar that they go to. So if I were you, I'd find out where that I'll, is. It's uh, Cheers. Just look it up. It's Cheers. <laughs> is, is it Cheers? Yeah. No. no. One of us will retweet your question and put it out there, and somebody will get back to you. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm sure Keith Cottrell, there's plenty of people that have been involved with the Alumni Association who would know the answer to that. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of, and there's one in Manhattan that yeah. I've been to. There's one, Yeah, there's always there's always good ones. So in Boston, I'm sure there's one. Um, why are there poor, no, what was with the poor snaps last week? If FSU can quit beating being their own worst enemy, they can score 50 points on people. I didn't think that snap was that bad. It wasn't that bad. Wasn't you got to catch that. It wasn't great, but you got to catch that. Yeah, you're an athlete. But I think there was a couple other snaps. You're Lawrence Toa. It wasn't. It wasn't Maurice's best day snapping. I think there were a few, a couple others at least. Can we? Let's see here. Oh, Matthew writes. Can we shift our protests away from the grocers and their lack of registered sausage no. to the NCAA and their lack of competence? Yeah. No, but yeah. we got to. Ha- we're going to keep hammering the. Do appreciate stores. the fact that Stan Wilcox is at the NCAA now, and he. Maybe he feels like they did. A, they did. Yeah, yeah. He gave. He did a solid for Leonard. That's right. I forgot he was there. Come on, Stan. Come on, man. You owe Florida State. I don't think Stan feels Willie the Taggart. same way that you do. Uh, Nicholas writes, gentlemen, can FSU, in an effort to leave the ACC, sue for injury of our brand? The poor quality of the ACC network on top oh. of the same officiating, which is awful across all football games, is only two of the many problems with this conference. There's got to be some way to escape with the big deal. UCF will soon be making more money than FSU and Miami. Uh, thank you for all keeping us saying good olds. Anything you tweeted, like, and in, in during the game, like, we have a monitor so we can see some of the broadcast, but we don't not necessarily watch it a lot. But anything I tweeted in the first half, half of that football game, every response was, "Do some? Can they do something about these these TV angles?" <laughs> apparently, it was just it was oh, the worse TV than angles usual. Were bad? Yeah, apparently it was worse than usual. Oh, and that's the, good. And uh, the officiating, man, they clear. They just don't. You guys got to understand, they don't care a lot. Uh, Michael writes, gentlemen, you've been given access to permanently rewire Norvell's brain. You can only choose one path of these five. Which is it? A, stop cute and fancy plays in the red zone. B, punt it on fourth down when you're on your side of the field. C, stop throwing the ball on fourth and one. D, go for the field goal when you're within from in, within 35 yards. E, don't abandon the run if it doesn't go right one time. Well, I don't think he abandons the run. Uh, Jimbo I, I, was worse about that. Yeah, a lot Jimbo worse was about a lot worse about that. I'd go with punting from your own side of the field, especially if this defense. I mean, this defense is solid. It's not great, but it's a solid. I don't defense. feel like they've done a lot of going for it but on their side of the field on fourth down, right? A couple times. It's been maybe? the mo. I mean, it's it's something he does. Well, when you're he that was, good at fourth right. down conversions, you want to get out there and show them what's what. Marion writes, Jeff and Ira, Corey continues to say that Jordan Travis is a top five quarterback in the country. Do you do you, you say, say that? that? What I say is, Pro Football Focus has him as a oh, top I was five say, quarterback. Because I have never heard you say that, so I don't no. want this guy putting words in your mouth. Was it a guy or a girl? I thought it was a girl. Marion. Oh, oh, so I thought you said Marion. Sorry, Marion. M A R I O N. I'm going to say that you don't think Jordan Travis is a top five quarterback. No, I think he he's playing as if he's a top. I think I might have said top ten. I don't think he's a top ten quarterback in the country either. But but we can but we can you know argue about that. He's in that ballpark. Flipping good, man. 
Rational people like yourselves, he goes on to say, would probably agree that's a fairly ridiculous thing to say. Can you all hold Corey accountable for trying to get Jordan Travis NIL money? As Corey <laughs> is clearly his agent. Right, right. JT is very likable. He's an above-average quarterback who's too good to replace right now. But you know we're not going to win anything of significance he's, until you replace him with somebody better. I, right? He's better than above-average. He's a very good college quarterback. I, I think, think he's a good college quarterback. I don't quarterback. know what else. What you, who, who? Unless Travis has more yards than Bryce Young Saturday, Corey should be banned from doing our number two. <laughs> Marion's turned on you. I, man. Well, Marion's telling you to stop the hyperbole, so, which you would admit occasionally you engage in. But we also we 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 really dismiss a guy, and not I'm saying us three. A lot of people dismiss a guy yeah. for having he just threw for 400 yards the week before against Clemson. He totaled 330 yards and three touchdowns. And everybody nitpicks the bad plays he makes. Right. Well, all quarterbacks make bad plays. There aren't 2013 Jameises running around. By and large, Jordan Travis has been a very good quarterback this year. He screwed up the end of the NC State game. We all know that. He's been good. He's certainly much better than we ever thought. And as I told Aslan, we want to use these pro football focus grades for everything. Aslan brings them up all the time. Uh, but that's on Aslan. No, but, but, I don't. So my point on Wake Up Board Chan is Aslan brings those numbers up all the time. So you're throwing it back in his face. So this is a, this is a thing is, with you and him. I he got is, it. Okay. Pro Football Focus has him as the fifth best quarterback in the country. Which we all rated. know he's not the fifth in best the, quarterback but, in college football. But stop it, stop but it, stop right, it. Right, right. He's worse than Hendon Hooker, Bryce Young. He's certain. I mean, you can't name But the point, 12. here's uh, what happens. Here's what happens in this conversation, though. There was a long thread on our message boards where people, some guy was trying to argue that he's not as good as Clemson's quarterback. Which it's is like, nuts. That's ridiculous. They, right. If you put Jordan Travis on Clemson's football team, they 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 might win the national title. Yeah. So and they're not going to be with their quarterback. Yeah. Um, he's not C.J. Stroud. He's not Hendon Hooker. He's not Bryce Young. Got it. Well, he's so he's good. the fourth best quarterback. No, in the country? He's, he's I'm good. saying he's in that nope. conversation. The guys from he's five to ten, tier. he's in that conversation. All right. Well, I mean, are you waving at me that we have less than a minute? We're not going to solve this. I don't think he's a top ten quarterback in the country. Uh, but I like Jordan Travis, and he's a lot better than I thought he was going to be. He's the second best quarterback that. in the conference, probably. And most of those quarterbacks that are, May that is a are lot clearly than he is. in the top five he's or ten, not a lot better, but or in better in situations, system. have better teams around. But him. also, that's who I was saying was if May is the best the quarterback. Other, the other problem and May is ranked ahead of him. The other and he's better. Yeah, the other problem it. with this For is the that conference. if you're only going to use PFF numbers, we're going to have a real well, hard I'm problem. Not, I'm not doing that. I'm just using my eyes. Well, okay. It was good, boys. We top, got 30 seconds. top 20? We got th top 20? I'll, I'll give you top 20 college quarterback. All right, so saying he's the top 10, you say he's top 20, I'm going to give fine. you that, and it's on the outer reaches, but so okay. Oh, come crazy. on, man. You know, he's come a, on. He loves the Utah kids. Matthew, cut off his mic. He loves the cut Utah kids. I'm cutting off their mics because they've gone crazy with this Jordan Travis talk. For Ira and Corey, I'm Jeff. Be well, everybody. Kodos, we'll talk to you later.